Welcome to the Mama Truth Show, where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Ehlers, the Wake Up Call Coach. Hi, mamas. It's Amy here. Before we dive into the Mama Truth Show, I have a question for you. Do you want to join me and a soulful, small circle of mamas in Hawaii this summer? Oh, yeah. We're going to swim with wild dolphins. We're going to dance hula. We're going to do some sacred ceremony and rituals, and we're going to sit in circle together and drop the masks and drop the juggling act and simply be present and share the truth about our lives, about being women, and about being mamas, it is going to be absolutely magical. To check out all the divine details, simply go to mamatruthretreat.com. That's mamatruthretreat.com so that you can really, truly take a break from all of that juggling, all of that being pulled in a gazillion different directions that I know so many of us mamas go into. So check it out at mamatruthretreat.com, fill out an application, and we will talk about this luxurious divine retreat. Now, on with the show. Hello, mamas, and happy Mama Truth Monday. What's this? What is this? I have two men on the show this week. It's true because this Sunday is Father's Day here in the U.S. And I thought, what better way to celebrate on the Mama Truth Show than bring the two important daddies in my life onto the Mama Truth Show? My daddy, Russ Grant, and my baby daddy, also known as my husband, Rob Ehlers. So welcome, gentlemen, to the Mama Truth Show. Oh, thank you. Nice to be here. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. All right. So I've got some questions for you here that I would love to have you answer. And so, Dad, we'll come over to you first so that all the mamas here can hear from you, sir. And I'm just curious for you, what was the experience of becoming a father like for you? Well, it was a a wake-up call. Really? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's a wake up call because, you know, a fatherhood's kind of a show up kind of responsibility for his dads, I think. You know, you really got to show up. I mean, we need to be sharing uh, the responsibilities with you. Yeah. Uh, and raising our children. So it was, um, you know, it it something that I found out early on that uh, and and Linda, my your mom, my wife, uh, <laughs> found out that, uh, you know, the ladies can't be uh, expecting guys to know what to automatically do. We have to be told. We, you, we have to be asked. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's really important because uh, otherwise, you know, we're, we're supposed to be, ooh, you know, just magically thinking of what or knowing what had to happen. So that was a big shock to me that, that, um, that expectation. And uh, we finally got that straightened around. It only took a few years. <laughs> Before I was born then, since I'm the youngest child, is that what you're yes, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got all the kinks work out, worked out between you and mom, huh? Before I was born. <laughs> we did. And then we had the other kinks later on. <laughs> what about for you, honey? What, what was becoming a father like for you? Well, uh, I was 
surprised at the actual birth, uh, <laughs> lo lo looking at the child finally after not really being able to be in touch with the child right. physically anyway. Yeah. Um, and it was like looking in a mirror. Yeah. In the past, though, you know, I could see myself. I, it was it was really wild. Yeah. And then, yeah, the uh, I'm sure the first month it was, uh, I thought I kind of had a handle on what was expected and what you had to do. But when it's your own child, it's completely different. So, <laughs> yeah, I was raised with children in the house a lot, but yeah. uh, it was a complete surprise. And you're never prepared, no matter what you can do. I don't think there's video courses out there that could prepare you. <laughs> I know, You right? just have God. to do it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and what for you, hon, do you feel like you've learned the most about yourself through fatherhood? Uh, that uh, I can kind of be a hard line disciplinarian at times. It's true. You'd it's, never it think was, it. You'd it never think it, but yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, and just for clarification, mamas, when he says hardline, he just means like the one that had very clear boundaries, this guy, whereas the one that was like, well, I don't want to be too hard on her. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. This woman right here. Like, so when we say hardline, we're not talking about taking no. out the whip and like cracking the whip. We're talking about no, but I mean, having clear for me, boundaries. For yeah. me, it's hardline yeah. and it was the biggest You're very easygoing. Yeah. And that was, that surprised me too. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, dad? What for you do you feel like was the most surprising thing that you learned about yourself through fatherhood? Well, I, that I was an important role model for our children too. Yes. Along with my spouse's positive role model attributes. But um, I also learned that I could get pissed off. Yep. When my child screwed up. <laughs> but I could, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, daddy. <laughs> this is this is my dad, mamas. Let me tell you, he's like, when people say like, oh, you married your father, I'm like, thank God, I married a man like my father, because both of these men are the most heart-centered, loving, emotionally in tune men you could ever imagine, and I feel so grateful that I have such incredible role models in my life and for my girls, for them to be able to have these men that can tear up is so powerful. So thanks, Dad, for just being vulnerable like that. Love you. Mm -hmm. Welcome. What, yeah, what choked you so, out? So, well, I, you know, you could recover from the relate from being pissed off. Yes. All you had to do is just cool down. Both of you had to cool down, and and then uh, things would would get better. So, yeah. you know, it was just important to show up for um, your kid, and yeah. that was the main thing. Show up, yeah. be there. <laughs> You did a good job of that. I'll tell you from the one that you were raising, one of the ones that you were raising, you showed up and I always felt very loved growing up and very special and very um, like I mattered. And I just think that that's like, when I look at raising our daughters, like that to me is the most important thing is I want them to know how much they matter and I want them to know how loved they are and how special they are. And even when they screw up or even when I lose it, that they're, that do, isn't me taking my love away from them. Right, right. Yeah. And you let them know. You let them know. You've got to let them know all the time. Yeah. But you also have to let them know, like Rob was saying, you know, if you go overboard on something here, yeah. uh, you have to know that that's not right. And sometimes handling that overboard thing was, uh, for me, it was being very silent. And I yes. know your mom would say, yeah, when he says 
this coming up or whatever it is that he's going to um, uh, criticize you on, when he brings that up, he's very serious yes. about correcting whatever the issue is. So. Oh, yeah. Laura and I, my sister Laura and I always said that, like, you know that we've really blown it when dad gets involved. <laughs> and when he, like, is like, wow. And I, I remember one time in particular when I was growing up and I really screwed up royally. This was when I was in middle school. And dad, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I really screwed up. And I remember you pulled over the side of the car and started crying and said, I'm so disappointed in you. And my heart broke. I was just like, wow, I really blew it. And it was like so much worse than someone screaming at you or telling you you were a bad, like it was like the self-inflicted really needing to look at myself and what I had done was so powerful. And I hope that all of us as parents and mamas and dadas out there that we can really get that sometimes those are the most important things for us to be vulnerable in front of our children and say, wow, I'm really disappointed that that is so much more powerful than being enraged and doing that route, you know? And, and that, that's even true at, with children at a very young age. Yeah. And you respond to them yeah. as well as when you get up into the uh, older age groups, especially middle school was, that was unbelievable. It was brutal. everyone came out just fine yes we got through it we got to the other side dad for you how how would you say that parenting has changed well there's the internet yeah and i think the internet has made a huge i mean it's such a beneficial thing but it's such a scary thing and i think when and when i see our grandchildren spending so much time uh, on games on the internet and whatnot. I mean, they're learning learning some pretty good skills on working between their brain and their fingers to move the keys (laughs) to play, you know, whatever the game is. But at the same time, uh, you really worry about what they're going to watch or see that they shouldn't be seen on on the internet. So that's kind of scary. That's really different. I mean, Kids don't go out so much these days and, and just enjoy playing in the yard. I mean, right. we, try to, we try to program that time in here when we have the grandkids over. Yeah. We certainly did that with uh, you and your sister. But, um, yeah, it's, it, the Internet really pulls its, just pulls so much on, on a kid. And, and, of course, social media yeah. and bullying. I mean, it's crazy because it's, it's compounded. Yeah on the internet. So yeah. that's yeah. kind of scary. Uh, you guys have, you guys have a big challenge. You really do. Yeah, it is a big challenge and I think like for us in our household that's like to me the thing that's hardest for me as a mom is the screen time and trying to limit the screen time and trying to get our kids outside like you say and like in the dirt and doing their thing. I think it's a challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious for you sweetheart what what do you feel like for you as a dad is your biggest growth edge right now? Like what's the thing that's really your growth edge as a parent? Well, uh, embracing the things that aren't so comfortable, like the fact that I'm a disciplinarian mm. you know, more often than yeah. I'm comfortable with, but I, I feel like I'm getting used to it Yeah. and, and using it, you know, when I think it's important, but trying not to overuse it. Uh, even my oldest has 
found a way to, to make me feel better about it because I was, <laughs> I was frustrated with her one night and you know, she just due to the, the time she spends on the computer yep. and I was, I had to finally just close the computer and, and she was having a fit about it. And I was, you know, I said, Nope, that's, this is what's happening. And, uh, later on I, I checked in with her and I said, sorry, I got frustrated with you. I was, uh, you weren't listening to me and I was, I was very frustrated about that. And she said, it's okay, dad, you're just parenting. <laughs> so Bella <laughs> and I, I get it you know <laughs> that was great because I do fear that you know like what the effect you have on your kids right I worry about that and you know my mom was very Arr, yeah you know in German and uh, <laughs> at times that can be scary when you're a kid and you know my dad was even more so and you know I feel like I I want to you know be kind and also be firm when I have to and that's I been, love that. that's been the biggest struggle and the possibly the uh, biggest asset I have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. The other thing is kind of interesting is there's, there's no, at least when we were, when we first had you and Laura as well, yeah. particularly Laura, yeah. there, there was really no training on how to have a child. I right. Yeah. Have anything in school. Dr. We, Spock or... we, we had <laughs> Moz training we had to go through so that we could be there for the birth. Yep. We were, you know, that was just coming into being that you could be there for the birth. That was exciting. Yeah. But, uh, but other than that, there, you know, you just had to learn from the first child. And then hopefully what you learned from the first child, you applied to the second child. Yeah. Um, right. Well, and as Laura would say. Sometimes it didn't. Yeah. Well, Laura would say, you get that. You always had it so good, Amy, because I broke them in about this and this and this and this, like the older child's dilemma. And as a younger child, I was like, you always have it so good, blah, blah, blah. You know, of course, right? The the perpetual, who had it better, the older or the younger or the middle or whatever. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm, I'm curious, Dad, for you, um, what do you feel like all these moms listening that have a baby data in their life or a husband or a boyfriend or co-parent, how do you think that we as moms can best support the fathers in our lives and in our, our, our baby's fathers or our partners? Like what can we do to support men to be even better fathers? It kind of goes back to the first comment uh, at the beginning of this program. And that is just spell it out. What are your needs from that dad, from your partner? Mm. And don't expect the person to magically just know what is expected of you because you're a team and you, and, uh, but I can't stress that enough, um, that, uh, you've got to communicate with one another on what your needs are. Um, you know, guys definitely need to be told what to do, but we can come up with some pr pretty creative things too. Yeah. But, uh, for, um, your partner to just assume that you automatically know what to do, that that doesn't work. You got to yeah. communicate what you need. You got to spell it out. I, I love that. Well, and it is that mind, mind reader syndrome, right? Like yes. think like, oh, if he really loved me, he'd just know what I need and be able to read my mind. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous territory. Because yes. we don't, we have to speak up and let our partners know our needs and I feel like the same thing for our partners to let us know also what their needs are and that communication line and, and given that you're, you've been happily married now for 46 years, is that right? That's right. Yeah, 46 years. So 
take it from this man, y'all. <laughs> My dad knows what he's saying when it comes to that communication. What, what do you feel like for, on, from your vantage point, hon, like, what do you feel like we can do to really help you men be better fathers and show up more and how can we want to support you? I think oftentimes, and this is more, I don't know if it's so much about you and I, but it's like yeah. what I hear other dads talk about and just men in general Yeah. is, yeah, we, we can sometimes look like we don't have things going on or it, it looks a mess or it looks like it's not happening and like we dropped the ball on something. But oftentimes we're just doing our best in the moment, often like, like moms are. Yeah. And uh, maybe as a society you know, it's easier to go, ah, there's that guy, that typical dad, typical right. father. But, you know, at times, you know, you're, you're stuck with a lot of juggling and, you know, you got a pot in one hand and, a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, a spilling milk in the other and you're trying yeah. to clean up a thing. And then, yeah. and then you just get caught in that moment and then it looks bad. And then like, Hey, you know, I've got this together. I'm really pretty good at this, but you know, it's, yeah. it, it can, it can feel like um, you're often just, rushing against the judgment of others or, mm. you know, and I've tried to just, you know, know, know deep down that I'm, I'm handling it. Yeah. And I'm very little do I feel like I royally screwed up on, on a parenting job. True. True. I would definitely agree with that. And so what I'm hearing from what you're saying, and I think that this is something that's so important for us as moms, whether it's with a husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever, format your family is in for us with our with our co-parenting partners to look at what they're doing right instead of what they're doing wrong quote unquote like to start collecting evidence and i know for me when i get stressed out I'm, the story my inner mean girl likes to go into is oh my god i'm doing so much for this family and da 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 da, da and martyr 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 mode and then the way that i get out of that is to go and so is my husband Let's think about all the things, and I start listing in my head all the amazing things that you're doing for our family, which is a vast, huge list of things. And I get out of that and go, wow. I remember I posted on Facebook once, like, I do so much for my family, and my husband does so much for our family, and how can there still be so much that's undone? And I just think that's the epitome of the modern-day family with oftentimes dual working households, we're juggling work and family and trying to have time for ourselves and all that stuff. It's like, we can go into those stories about, oh, I'm doing so much and the other person's not doing anything. And instead looking at what is he doing? And also by the way, like you're saying, dad, communicating maybe what I don't wanna do anymore and figuring out how can we get this off my plate, either onto your plate or onto something else. And I think we just lost my dad. So hopefully he's gonna, oh, there he is, he's back. Um, yeah. So, you know, really looking at how can I get this off my plate? How can we delegate this out to either each other or whatever, but yeah. having those, having those family meetings and agreements in your, in your marriage, I just think it's so important. So, okay. So as we begin to close up the show here, I'm curious, dad, for you, what's messy and what's magical about fatherhood for you these days? Well, I think what's magical is watching you and your sister and your terrific husbands, mm -hmm. you're the guy next to you, and of course, Todd, <laughs> uh, um, parenting. 
Uh, yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Just what you, I mean, all the stuff you just finished saying about, you know, how do you have enough time to do stuff? And we still need more time to do more stuff. You guys are doing really good. And uh, it's, it's a joy to watch. And uh, the messy stuff, I don't see messy stuff anymore. I just see good stuff. Really? Really. Wow. That's yeah. the magic of I mean, grandparent <laughs> yeah that's that's the magic of being a grandparent yeah. that's right because you get the kids over here and uh, they get bored and you get to send them home <laughs> it's great <laughs> <laughs> exactly although i will tell everyone that my my parents do so much for our children i mean they have evie rose twice a week they take them for the weekend i mean it's it's unbelievable so yeah. i would say you've taken on a lot as grandparents and we are eternally grateful whatever you do. see in us that's good it's because you're lifting us up that way that's right well thank you thank you that that's very nice you yeah want to talk about grand dogs too oh yeah grand yeah. dogs this is grand true dogs. we've got batman and lucy in our family that you also take care of <laughs> what's messy about that dad <laughs> um, when they wake up really early in the morning, earlier yes. than the kids. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, honey? What's messy and what's magical about fatherhood for you these days? Um, I think messy is just literally the, the mess. <laughs> the mess of parenting. The bane of our existence, <laughs> the mess in the house. Dad knows this. Uh, yeah, oh, I feel pretty yeah. good about the rest of it. And yeah, the, it, it, the messy sometimes clouds the magical because there are moments in the day that I hope to never miss that always remind me of why I'm here, why I'm doing this and why I don't regret a single day of it. You know, it's mm -hmm. um, just, it can just be a, a gesture or a face that my daughters, each of them <laughs> might make both of them at the same time. Sometimes. <laughs> and it can be a joke. It can be some art. It can be a musical thing. It can be a loving thing that they do with the dog or it just doesn't really matter. It's, it's, that little things, you know, noticing that if I ever get too old and cranky to notice that I'm going to really be bummed because <laughs> that's to me is the magic. And that's why we did this. And yeah, uh, that was the biggest surprise because I didn't know that was coming somehow. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that's inexplicable until you're a parent. Like you just don't understand, like having that look of love from your child or yeah, like Evie, the, the I gleam love, in the eye, the gleam in the eye or mm -hmm. Evie's like thing where she goes huggies and runs with her arms outstretched towards you. It's just like, does it get any better than this? Mm -hmm. Or like when I got home from that business trip and I went in and woke up Annabella after being gone for in her eyes, six nights, even though it was the fifth night I was, she was already asleep when I came home and I woke up, I'm like Annabella. And she's like, oh, mommy. And just hugged me so tight for like three minutes. Just, just embraced me. She's like, I missed you. I missed you. I missed you. I'm like, Oh, babe, like, oh, nothing can fill you up more than that. I love it. I love it. Well, daddy and baby daddy, thank you both so much for being here on the Mama Truth Show. I want to remind all of you mamas to celebrate the fathers that are in your life. Why not all week long? We're here on the Mama Truth Monday. Father's Day is not for another six days, but start now. Tag the fathers in your life, whether it's your own father, your baby's father, or other fathers that you admire and celebrate them and acknowledge them. They need that acknowledgement and that love, just like we do as moms. And I am just so celebrating you, dad. Thank you for being such an incredible role model. I love you so much. And you know how I feel about you because we wrote your 70th birthday song all about it. And I hope that you know every day just how loved you are. 
And thank you to my amazing husband, who I think is just such a phenomenal father and just, just love you, sweetheart. So thank you, Papas, for being on the Mama Show, Mama Truth Show. We love you. And in the meantime, Mamas, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share the Mama Truth show with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. And make sure to visit mamatruthcircle.com to become part of our free community of soulful mamas. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.